0: We're finally back for another edition of The Pit Box. It's been well over a month since you last heard from me and Emma. On uh, what an incredible few weeks it's been uh, in terms of Formula One. First in Paul Ricard, then we had the Steering Grand Prix, and then the Austrian Grand Prix in the last three weeks. Have not disappointed, have they, Emma? It's been
1: fantastic. The first triple header of the season. And could we have asked for more, really? Lots of things going on.
0: Yeah, lots of things going on. Lots of exciting news as well. Crowds back. It's an exciting time for Formula One and sport in general right now. My name is Chris Steers. She is Emma Delaney. And this is The Pit Box. So let's get stuck in with the news then. Red Bull. What's a period of dominance they're going through? It's crazy how we've gone from being Mercedes dominant at the start of the season to Red Bull. I think we're really on for a good title challenge this year.
1: What can you say? I mean, we are used to... um holes changing about between teammates, between the top couple of racers, but they when they flick about like this, it's generally in a racing style. You'll get one from Red Bull, one from Mercedes. It's not often that mid-season, it's a complete turnaround like it's been this time.
0: I completely agree and in my opinion, I think it looks like Honda want to go out of Formula One with a bang Uh, I I think that's evidence their final season they've put everything into that Red Bull car this year yeah Honda really want to go out on a high this year
1: absolutely they do and Red Bull want to be up there I mean they've, they've fought so hard to get up into the top two and they're making their mark they really are
0: and it's not just Red Bull either. Pierre Gasly got a podium in Baku. He got third place, uh, which shows his talent as well in the Alpha Tauri. It also shows the Alpha Tauri are not a team to be messed with. Yes, they are sort of the junior team for Red Bull, but it shows that their drivers have talent.
1: They certainly are. And also, don't discount McLaren. They are doing brilliantly. I think next season is going to be a great, great season.
0: I think you're right. Um, Lando Norris loves Austria and... Everyone was so shocked that he got second place, and he almost got pole in qualifying and then came back with third on the podium, which I think is a really, really good result for McLaren. But everyone seems so surprised that they're getting podiums. I'm not. They've got a Mercedes power unit in that car, which let's face it by far has been one of the strongest power units for the last five or six years so i'm not surprised at all that mclaren are all of a sudden doing very well in fact they were doing quite well last season and the season before coming back with third place in the constructor championship so i think at some point this year we could expect a mclaren pole or a mclaren win i don't know about you on that one
1: i absolutely agree with you and if it isn't in this year it's there for next year. They're still doing work ready for next year. They're up in their car again. I think they've taken the long-term approach and they've not rushed anything on the vehicle. And it's it's just working brilliantly.
0: Definitely, definitely working brilliantly for McLaren. And Lando, he looks so disappointed because he could have got a second place. And the words from Hamilton as well great driver Lando was said over the radio and I think that just shows you the skilled Lando Norris has as a driver how much he's matured the fact he's getting respect from drivers such as Hamilton have been doing it for so long now you know that must have went the world and Lando just took it in his stride and he went well hopefully there'll be more battles up there but at the end of the day he had a faster car And it was really interesting how Hamilton overtook Lando. And then at the end of the race, Lando took that position back, despite getting a five-second time penalty.
1: This is the question, isn't it, at the moment? Uh, An awful lot of penalties went out at the weekend. Were they all warranted?
0: I don't think they were warranted. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a massive Lando Norris fan and everybody knows that. Uh, But if you just have to listen to what Max Verstappen said and Christian Horner, Max said it was stupid. Uh, And even Christian Horner said racing incident. You know, and Perez drives for Red Bull, so I suppose, yeah, I just want to see the guys race. I don't want to see like loads of penalties dished out for just little uh, infringements like that. And I don't think it even was an infringement. And ironically, Perez got penalised twice for the same infringement that Lando got. So. I guess, yeah, racing incident, I think the FIA definitely need to review the way they dish out penalties. It's also more penalty points on Lando's super license, which is never a good thing. And The best way to describe that is if you like get penalty points on your drive-in license, you obviously get a disqualification, Well on your super license in Formula One, you get a disqualification from a race, uh, and that's if you accrue 12 points within a year. So. Lando, go careful, but equally, FIA, I think you need to review the way you do your penalties.
1: And I think what you've got to remember is these drivers know what they're doing. If they're going to try and take an outside line, as Perez did, he knows he's not going to be left a great deal of room because they are racing. And I just think it was an uncalled for, to be honest.
0: Racing incident and nothing more. That's what I think. And you only have to listen to what Christian Horner had to say, the team principal of Red Bull. It was a racing incident. It's just what happens with racing. So FIA definitely need to review your penalty procedure. It's a ridiculous amount of penalties that were given out in that race. Uh, Now, we're going to touch upon W Series. Now, W Series, for the last two races, has been following Formula 1, and it will continue to follow Formula 1 on its calendar journey this year. Really exciting to see the female drivers out and about. Now, obviously, it's come under for controversy. It didn't get a lot of support w series but i have seen no other motorsport s- support women getting into the support more than anyone else so i think w series massive win in my book it's on channel four as well an incredible start to the season for them following formula one around the world
1: it certainly is and the ladies are doing brilliantly we have had some fantastic races
0: W Series is huge for these ladies because the winner of the championship gets 15 points towards their Super License. Now, Super License you must carry to drive a Formula One car and you accrue these points. So we spoke about penalty points earlier on. These are the points the other way around. So these are the points you want to get towards your Super License. So you get 15 for the winner of the championship which means, like Formula 3 or Formula 2, you can progress up the ladder to get to Formula 1. Jamie Chadwick is sort of almost there. She was the winner of the W Series last time round. Uh, she's actually a Williams test driver, so she's already got her foot in the door, and some of the other drivers are starting to get their foots in the door with these Formula 1 teams, which is why I think it's brilliant that they are a support race for Formula 1, because they are showcasing their talent in front of the F1 teams and the F1 paddock.
1: And I think that's the route that a lot of these ladies are looking for. If they can get the points onto the license, they qualify then to be able to drive in Formula 3, moving up to Formula 2. And some of these ladies are young enough to make it into Formula One.
0: A shocking statistic for you is it's been over 45 years since a female driver took part in a Formula One Grand Prix World Championship race. Over 45 years, that's a shocking statistic. So W Series is all about making sure that that wait isn't any longer and giving more of a chance to the female drivers because they are very talented. Jamie Chadwick has proven that, I think. And the best bit is we don't have to wait too long for the next w series race because it's at silverstone with the formula one grand prix which in itself is very unique this weekend isn't it emma
1: it could now let's give you a little bit of background about silverstone so it's the 16th to the 18th of july it was first used in 1950 it's 52 laps of the fastest laps on the f1 calendar with some as you know brilliant corners now the sprint race will give us a revised schedule this weekend we're seeing free practice one and qualifying on the friday free practice two and sprint qualifying on saturday and the grand prix itself will be on the sunday now the way the sprint qualifying is going to work is it is essentially a race run over about 100 kilometers it works out about 17 laps should last 25-30 minutes and it's on the team's choice of tyres so the drivers will race flat out from start to finish, no pit stops and points will be awarded to the top three finishers the winner will receive a trophy but there won't be any podium ceremony that's strictly for the Sunday and the finishing order of the race will define the grid for Sunday so we are either going to have a fantastic racing spectacle or potentially a train of cars going around the track. Which way will it go? Until we see, we won't know.
0: I think it's really brave of Formula One to do this and you only have to look at the Baku race this year where it was red flagged with one lap to go and then they restarted it with that one lap so it's a sprint to the finish. You only have to look at that and I I think it could work really well this year. Let's see how it goes. I mean, a lot of people go, oh, why are you messing with the Formula One race weekend? It's been the same for so many years. Let's give it a chance. See how it goes. I'm really excited.
1: It has the potential. Silverstone's got some great opportunities for overtaking. Uh, As we said, it's a very, very fast track. And I think, yes, of all the places to trial this, they've picked the right one.
0: Now, the other big news coming out of Formula One for Silverstone is nothing to do with the cars, but with the spectators. It's going to be the first capacity crowd in the UK since the start of the coronavirus pandemic 18 months ago. This is incredible. It means there'll be a full house for the Silverstone race weekend.
1: Absolutely. It is under the new government's plans of seeing how things go. Uh, You will be required to to prove that you have had two uh, vaccination jabs, or that you have had a negative lateral flow test. However, let's see how it goes.
0: Some breaking news then while we'll be recording this episode in the studio. Australia has been cancelled for the second year running. It will not take place because of coronavirus border restrictions. I'm gutted I love this circuit um, was going to be the first circuit of the year as traditional then it's got put back to later this year and now it's not going to take place at all I reckon they could try and get it in towards the end of 2022 but that could be stretching it again I don't know just unfortunately it's not going to take place in the near future
1: well I know it's devastating because the drivers love Australia we love Australia as fans unfortunately it has been dropped it was scheduled for November it round 21 of the season it's due to covid restrictions and logistical challenges now there will still be 23 races it has not yet been confirmed who will take australia's place and let's just hope we can get back there racing for next year
0: i wonder if we could see a repeat of the sakia grand prix like last year
1: very possible apparently there are a few options open at the moment
0: And finally, we're going to touch upon the news that the Russian Grand Prix will no longer be held in Sochi. It's switching to St. Petersburg from 2023. Now, I think we could see a scenario because I really do like Sochi. I think we could see a scenario where you could have two races in Russia. They're doing it in America. I, I could see that happening. I really could.
1: Yes, I think it's absolutely an option. Um, A lot of these countries are big enough to hold more than one. And it's just great to see Formula One being able to spread out around the world.
0: That is very true, very true. And on that note, it's time to finish off this week's edition of The Pit Box. We'll be back after the Silverstone Grand Prix. So we'll see you then. Enjoy the race, actually, in two weeks' time. New format, really exciting. W Series as well as Formula 2. So, yeah, all-round busy weekend for the British Grand Prix in two weeks' time. See you then. This has been a Capella production produced and presented by Chris Steers and Emma Delaney with the support of Josh Lyas on social media.